0: Four three five seven. Welcome to another episode of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Uh, this week's episode is kind of a return from one weeks back. We had some great feedback on it. Uh, A lot of positivity surrounding it, and so we're going to essentially pick up where we left off with that episode. But before we do, of course, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors that help us bring this show to you for free each and every week. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza, who's feeding us here today as we record, and they feed all of you at the live events at Mount Carmel with their award-winning pizza. If you want to try anything else on their menu, head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. Thanks, of course. Of course, to Smartmark Video, who handles all of our recording at the live event so that you can watch it either watch it back or watch it for the first time. Head to smartmarkvideo.com for MP4s and DVD purchases. And also, as always, thanks to Jack Prince, who handles all of our printing and graphic design needs, whether it is t shirts or other apparel or banners, literally anything. They can do all the same for you. Find anything that you would like printed on at jackprince.com. That's JKPrince.com. That's right. That voice you heard is Alex Worldwide Keller. Yes, he is back again because he's still on the alcohol sabbatical. So we're okay with it. Sauce sabbatical. I'm sorry. Sauce sabbatical. As as he refers to it. And we figured he wasn't too bad last time. Uh, This episode, as we are. Also joined by AIW owner John Thorne. And my name Steve Guy, the moderator of sorts here. Uh, we also have Brian Carson, Frankie Flynn, Dominic Guarini, Weird Body Evan Adams, and Joshua Bishop will be in here as well. As I alluded to, uh, the feedback was great from the last AIW Academy roundtable. Through the roof. And we decided to bring it back. So, last episode, we kind of talked about everybody's beginnings for the most part. We still have a couple other locations to get to from where the school has been. Uh, But we also talked about guys who didn't really make it, and we kind of left off uh, on some of those. And I think that's probably where we'll pick it up. Well, one person that didn't make it uh, was, uh,
1: I guess, former AIW superfan, because I haven't seen him in any shows in a long time, was uh, Ricky Duncan. uh, I remember he talked about training, uh, like For sure. a, a year I remember fucking well, when I, I always talked about it a, Tricky a Ricky few, Tricky Yeah a few Ricky, blocks baby.
2: from People. Turner's I, He hit me up on Facebook Was like hey What, what should I do well, you know, Gave him the Iggy I was like hey man We do these car- this card thing Fucking you know This was a, a year before he joins Fucking joins the school Not ready no, Not ready at no. all
1: Th- This dude hits me up Like two weeks after Or like before he's gonna join And he's just like Hey I'm gonna start training with you guys Like what do you guys do and I was just like, well, what do you mean? And he was just like, well, like, what does the class entail? And I said, you got to show up. I can't just, like, explain it to you because yeah. you haven't showed up yet. And I, you know, he's just, he's like, well, I've been, I've been doing cardio for about, you know, six weeks now. I said, that's. Before you even, <laughs> before you
3: even finish the statement, this fucking guy messaged me for, on uh, Facebook Messenger for that entire year. I'm going to train. I'm going to train. I'm going to train. A million questions, million questions, million questions. He doesn't sign up for the school. Charge it till the Underhills. Chris Hero is on the show,
2: and he's doing a clinic. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, he also did. Who did he do it with? EC yeah, three. He did, he did the EC three EC3 clinic. Like I didn't way see back I, was, when. I wasn't there for the EC three and yeah. Spud
3: clinic, but I walk into Mount Carmel, and uh, this is my first show at Mount Carmel, I believe. Yeah. And, and uh, this fucking guy that's been messaging me saying that he's going to start training is in the ring with Chris Hero doing his fucking must-be-previously-trained training seminar. Well, yep.
1: this is how I knew that Duncan, just by—well, first, just by looking at him, but number mm. two, how I knew he wasn't going to make it. When I told him—I like, like I gave him like a general outline, like, we warm up with calisthenics. This yep. and He's like, what are calisthenics? And I was like, oh, okay, well, that, that's the writing on the wall for Ricky Duncan. But anyway, when he was doing the first day drill, he got, I want to say— Six, maybe. Maybe six or seven times hitting the ropes. I don't even think that much. I'm I'm, I'm being generous by saying six or seven. exaggeration. this dude does his best Undertaker impression. He was hitting the ropes, (laughs) and his eyes were rolling into the back of his head. Oh my god, I forgot all about that. He He was rolling into the back of his head like he was the freaking Undertaker. He was zombie walking
2: it. Yeah,
3: dude, he was like a fucking Walking Dead fucking Night of the Living Dead. (laughs) Yeah. Like like he was walking, and both of his eyes were in the back of his head. He wasn't even trying to run. He was just like taking steps towards the Ropes with his dude. fucking no eyes like just the whites I remember of his eyes
1: we all got so fucking hot we were oh, just like yeah. either like do the fucking right. drill or get the hell out and stop wasting our
2: time Yeah, dude, dude i remember uh
1: fucking uh
2: this Greg is was and there.
1: he's the,
3: and he's the reason why Greg i said, was there yeah. yeah he's the reason why i said we have to start doing these first day drills as the last thing because this fucking guy took an hour yep. to fucking walk around to do six rolls and then before you even continue that, the other thing I remember is we had a ring rental and he went on the ring rental <laughs> and we went, we went to Waffle House and this fucking guy was drinking fuck. He ordered an orange juice and a Pepsi and he was, he had a straw in each and he was drinking them at the same time together, yep. m- mixing them together like some kind of fucking weird potion in his mouth.
2: <laughs> that was the scariest drive of my life. Cause I was in a car with them and we almost went off the road
0: multiple times.
1: Well, because yeah, I, the, the all the other cars were full and Duncan was like, Carson, I got I got room in my car. And I was like, uh, who's going with Biggins? And so I, like, I walked over to Biggins' car, and it was only Kaplan to see it. I'm like, you know, Biggins, I'm going with you. He's like, I don't blame you. I, want to, I wouldn't drive with him either. You made me do it. Sorry, Frankie. But, you know, I told you, you could have rode in the U-Haul. It would have been safer than driving with Ricky
0: Duncan. That's true. So not not everybody that really likes AIW it turns out to be a success like worldwide Keller is that what you're saying?
1: Well, not even that, but I mean it's just <laughs> look if you want to be a you know you're a fan and you want to train that's fine. You know, but I mean like don't like he was expecting like day one to walk in and you know, okay, when am I wrestling Johnny? You know, when am I wrestling Chris Hero? When am I wrestling, you know, like it was just like when am I wrestling Adam Cole? It was like, no, dude, you're down at the bottom. Yeah. You gotta learn how to freaking roll first before you can even get in, you know, have a match. And he didn't even have a tattoo describing his gimmick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm gonna
4: just fucking interject. I've seen so many people like come into like training and you know, physically fucking it's hard. Not everyone's a fucking athlete. It's unlike you. No, unlike me. <laughs> you know, fucking elite. Elite athlete, but uh not everyone's like that. You got to fucking work towards that shit. And that's cool, but you got to fucking do it. But also the lack of knowledge that people have coming into A business where you could break your goddamn neck and die right then and there. You didn't know what calisthenics were. Like, you don't know what calisthenics are. You've never read a single goddamn fucking wrestler wrestling book. You know, like, fucking nothing. These motherfuckers come in and, like, mind you, that doesn't put you in the best stead. But, like, just fucking be a fan and know what the fuck the indies are, you know? Okay, you're,
5: at this point, if you want people to know what the indies are and to just join wrestling school because they watch the indies, you're way out of touch because I would say a solid 85 to 95% of the people we get that come into the IW Academy, first and foremost, have probably just watched WrestleMania this year, think there's a lot of money in it, and want to know when they're going to debut on SmackDown. Uh,
4: (laughs) We did have one of those. We've had a few of those. But I'm just saying, do some
0: goddamn fucking research. Yeah, I mean, oh, go ahead, Josh.
4: One day, somebody was
6: surprised that I knew who Finn Balor was before he was on NXT. <laughs> and
0: I, I mean, in fairness, you can't expect everybody to know like every single old thing from
3: that was a, that was a current current uh, person that made it through the school. By the way, current,
0: yeah. current That's active right. roster so member. Bless their yes. heart. Smarter now than they were. That I get. You can't ex- I guess it's unfair to expect <laughs> everybody know everything about the indies and, and going back. Or, like but indies still, or even yes.
4: fucking just wrestling. Like I read goddamn Bret yeah. Hart's book like fucking twenty times before I fucking joined that school. Fucking Mick Foley's goddamn book. This book. That book. That that. Yeah. That, something. That. There's fucking, like, research you could do out there. You could, like, fucking watch fucking... Used to be shoots, like, cost a shitload of fucking money. Now you can find half of them on fucking YouTube you know, for free. You have a million podcasts that, like, detail so many fucking things that happen. I mean, this one, like, fucking... We're not getting the ratings of a fucking Stone Cold or a goddamn Colt Cabana. But fucking... You know what? There's so many there's so many fucking resources for information. And I would love for people just to, like... Do a little bit I mean, more fucking typically research. Typically, before you do anything, you research. Yeah,
1: that's it. like me saying I'm going to be a mechanic because I know how to drive a car. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, like you got to have at least some background back, like background knowledge about how a car works you know and like what the inner workings of it like he didn't want to do that when he came to training he just wanted to get in the ring he even said when am i wrestling johnny
2: <laughs> yeah another thing about him was i remember uh you know he would come sit front row uh every show he wore he was- that fucking godzilla costume at that yep. one show uh you know what? that was reese uh oh, he was the burger king, king. burger king that's yep it. he was the yeah, burger yeah, king yeah. But another thing was he skipped, He had to skip sitting front row for one of the shows because he was uh wrestling in a battle royal.
1: That's uh, right. Yeah, back town. in Pennsylvania.
3: Oh yeah, he was he was actively taking bookings. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs>
5: wow. Well, well, we hope they still listen to the show after this. But well, with the, w- yeah. with our with our great yeah. segue there, we talk about research. So we talk about probably the greatest project that never was in AIW history. Oh. I think everybody. I think everybody in this room agrees. Breaks my um, heart. AI Cena. We called him Prototype. Prototype, baby. Um, Prototype. But his name would be Ethan. I would, I'm sure a lot of you fans remember him because he was the rather jacked gentleman that would work the uh, stars' gimmick tables when we had them. And man, do with I miss
0: Ethan. That, and when you first were really debuting, he was kind of like your corner man. He'd come he to the He was the a one time corner man. Oh, me, that's yes. right. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes.
5: And I, I actually get people that ask me where my corner man is and say, I
3: wish I knew. <laughs> Ethan was I the only Ethan like Ethan was the only student that came in or, that I said, "Oh, I like this guy day one." Cuz I, th- well, yeah, I think he looked like saw, a wrestler.
5: Yeah, because because you saw dollar signs in the in your eyes right away. You're like, "Holy cow, a guy that's in shape." Everyone 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 else that's come in here look like a little chubby.
1: Dude, he did that first day drill like with ease. He, like he didn't like break a sweat. It was scary how good how like how fast he got through it, too.
3: Yeah, I was trying to get one of those fucking... Uh, a give me fucking 20% of your lifetime earnings contract.
5: <laughs> I was trying to get that Rick Bassman contract. <laughs> yeah, dude. Larry, Sharp, um, Larry Sharp, dude. But yeah, no, Ethan was a good dude and like super athletic um, as well. Um, great for, on fucking ring crew. Great on ring crew. All uh, the Actually respect. went to WrestleMania 32 with me in Dallas. Like just met me in Dallas and was like, hey, let's just go to WrestleMania. I was like, cool, man.
4: Ethan, please come back.
5: Yes, Ethan... I don't want to throw the last name out there. Please come back, Ethan. We miss you.
4: And uh, you got married, and you found a dog. I saw it on Snapchat. It's adorable. (laughs) And I hope your marriage goes well, Ethan. Do we have? But if shit goes sideways and your life's in the shitter, and you think all hope is lost, just know that pro wrestling's waiting right here for you. Maybe, Maybe. All right.
0: Maybe his wife will want him to wrestle. Who knows?
4: That would be cool too. But you know, if it's that like darker timeline, I'll take that Ethan too, because he's ready to do some shit. (laughs) I think I feel you prefer the
0: darker timeline.
5: Worldwide? Yeah. Uh, Anybody else? Anybody else within the student boneyard slash graveyard that we need to dig up here? Yeah. Uh,
0: Before we finally uh, get into
5: my backstory? Second
4: Kurt. Second Kurt? Second Kurt. Your buddy, Kurt
2: Carson? Oh, Kurt Pitts, my, my
1: buddy. Gear. What? Yeah. Oh, girl. that motherfucker. <laughs> the oh, my the,
3: the guy that said he was Kaplan's cousin. Yeah. Right?
1: F- <laughs> first of all, bullshit. No, he's not. Okay. <laughs> this motherfucker at, at one of the at one of the infamous uh, uh, J Fest, as, uh, as as Steve Guy calls it. Okay. Called Fest. Fest. Okay. At one of the J- at just Fest yeah, two summers ago. This kid comes up to me. I'm not in the greatest state of mind. I've been to JizzFest for a couple hours now, okay? Comes up to me and was like, Brian Carson, what's going on? I'm like, this guy, who is this This guy must know me from AIW. I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, hey, man, I just want to let you know, I have connections in the business. I'm going to help you out. And, I, you know, me being drunk, you know, I was just like, oh, okay, thank you. I, I appreciate it. He's like, where's Kaplan? I got I to gotta tell Kaplan about this, too. I'm like, oh, he's over there. You know, go talk to him. And Kaplan, Kaplan just looks at him and goes, you're not connected. What are you talking I know you're not. Like, you're Kurt Pitcher. We went to high school together. I know who you are. You know." And Kaplan wasn't in the greatest state of mind either, but Kaplan, like, graduated with the kid.
5: And so and now he – like, I think, Dom, you told me. No, no. Can I, can I tell my favorite go Kurt Pitcher-Kaplan story? So Kaplan, he comes to training – um, let's just put it this way Kurt Pitcher Fails the first day drill About his miserable oh, Shocker he, he This jo- this gentleman Puked so violently Outside of the Good. Detroit Avenue Training Center It was bad But I remember Kaplan Pulling me aside And telling me this story I, I know he told Thorne This story as well About um, Kaplan must have Like thrown Like a stool or something Through like a window At a bar in, in the Mayfield area And he got away Like he got out And he was scot-free And then young Mr. Pitcher narked on him Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm going with this. So he narks on him, and Kaplan, Kaplan was, finds Ka- out. Kaplan
3: was fucking furious he that this guy furious. was at the school. Oh yeah. So then
5: I guess an, an undisclosed, I guess an undisclosed amount of time later, Kurt's grandma dies, and for whatever reason, I guess it was him and Kaplan are tight. He asks Kaplan to be a pole pallbearer at his grandma's funeral. <laughs> Kaplan accepts. <laughs> But then, no show's at the funeral. Right. Like a true worker. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that story.
5: And then there's, I think, Cap, has
3: Cap, a story Cap, too. Kaplan has Kaplan stealing the fucking bike, and then that guy fucking turned him into the cops. <laughs>
6: oh, right.
1: yeah. oh, because it was his sister's bike, that's why. Yeah, 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 okay. He stole Kurt's sister's bike.
3: Yeah, so Kaplan, Kaplan does break, he does break a window, and to get away, he breaks into a house... It was and, cursed, right? And steals a <laughs> steals a girl's bicycle to get away from the authorities that are looking for the guy that smashed out the fucking store window, and this guy fucking turned him in to the police. Yep.
2: Safety first, brother. This guy also uh, he sent me a message on PlayStation Network. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a medium. PlayStation Network messaged me about uh, how I should go to the Al Snow School <sighs> with him in England. This and when I guy. told him that he should learn the basics. He uh, essentially told me he's got a lot to offer this business. Oh, I bet he does. I bet he does. Wild. Uh, When we had the uh, Weird World Open Challenge at the first Back to the Future Cup, this motherfucker messages me, and he accepts the challenge. He don't got no
0: tag partner. He don't got nothing. He just accepts the challenge. He a one-man tag team? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I, I guess there's two different transitions we can make from this. Because we could talk about the other Kurt, uh, who successfully has, I guess. Well, lag, uh, is, uh, yeah, he's I got a hell of a, a match w- for Kurt. He's a good or, brother, but uh, or we can go into as Dom's talking about people vomiting at training and day one drills. There's a current AIW member well, who had I a mean, rough go. Let's
3: he's, talk about the brothers in the room. Somebody, well, hold on. I want hey. to, I, somebody needs to tell a story that, about uh, how there was a consequence for the first day drill. <laughs> Uh, exactly.
0: As in Calzone's.
5: Well, I mean, there were consequences at one point for the first stage Um, I had been at the school for, I would say, about a month, um, and a young gentleman um, with uh, slightly mocha colored skin walks in the door.
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's Italian. They're all inherently racist. Go on. <laughs> Okay, what's wrong? in right? your oh, blood, weird what's body? What race is about mocha skin? What Mo- race is about mocha? Light skin. Hey there, you say light, light skin? skin? Light skin Moka. sounds
5: way worse than mocha. Right. People on his race, he didn't give people.
4: You say he was a gentleman of color? That's weird. Could he could have had. Yeah,
5: could it be you, Frankie
4: Flint? He could have had a tan. Hell a been tan. a Current
5: member of the Adam of the. Could have Adam- been Kaplan. Kaplan's really tan now. Tone. Yeah, dude. Like There's multiple people that could have been.
1: Mocha
4: Anyway <laughs> My we're favorite gonna, It's my, a coffee flavor It's a little flavor. lighter than mocha I don't know But anyway We're splitting the hairs here I mean,
2: like, let, him, let the fans
5: use their imagination brother <laughs> Well
3: My favorite fucking is uh, drink at Starbucks He dude. walks mocha. in
5: A light skinned individual <laughs> don't
0: Of have, color I don't think that have pieces oh, Weird so body
5: <laughs> Yeah you don't have to say light <laughs> Okay, A young African-American man. A fucking dude walks in the academy, weird body. I'm sorry. I, we got to get PC, I guess, today.
2: You know what? Don't even single out their gender. <laughs>
5: <laughs> An individual walks into the AIW Wrestling Academy, An- weird body. They're in pretty good shape, it looks like. An individual of royalty...
4: Oh, Steve goddamn guy Come on. Get the fuck off my balcony right now
0: <laughs> An
5: individual walks into the IW Wrestling Academy He has a flat top haircut Shooting with Steve Guy He then starts running the ropes Doing the first stage row He gets very close to completing it I believe he's on the 7th or 8th rope um, Of our last leg of the first stage row He then collapses to knees And John Thorne what happens next
4: he pissed me off very much. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he vomed a whole bunch. A little bit in the like, ring. He got a lot of it outside of the
3: ring. Most of it outside of the ring. Like, disgusting amounts. And then at one point, like, it was like he was going back into the ring while he was vomiting. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Get the fuck away from the ring. And he's, he's just kneeling down outside of the ring, just <laughs> vomiting. Everywhere, like violently, like (laughs) like horror movie fucking like like the exorcist, dude, like liquids coming out of this fucking guy's body or sorry. I forget. We're not supposed to see what his gender is.
4: (laughs) Well, worldwide, then Uh, then I saw Biggins and Thor getting pretty hot. So I ran in my gym bag and grabbed my wallet and ran to the corner store that was right by the school and got some nice purple cleaner. And uh, I think I had some leftover towel from the beach or some shit in my car. I took care of that shit. Well, shut shut up. No, I cleaned it up with my bag I got hand. the fucking cleaner. That's you what I remember. Cleaner. And I provided the motherfucking towel because I fucking had provided a bunch of Thanks. towels to the goddamn school for mopping the shit up. All mm-hmm. right, fine. You fucking put your goddamn foot on it. No,
5: I used my hands because foot would not have cleaned up the inhumane amount of vomit that this individual produced. I think, to, he, I think like he
4: threw up his body together,
5: weight, dude. It was a, a lot. Okay. And then
0: flop it out. So the
5: this podcast is going to go 17 hours if we don't cut the story down.
0: Wow. The over-under the over under on Dom yelling at Worldwide, I think, uh, exceeded expectations yeah. there. Someone did as, take, as, well, uh, that's, yeah. as well,
5: Weird Body, I'm going to throw this out there. This story was told on our previous podcast, so everybody knows who it's going to be. And if you want to talk about queuing up who it is, we talked about no consequences. So this gentleman <laughs> was Gary the King Baller.
0: It's exactly why. Exactly why I didn't and give a shit. It said royalty.
5: Ballin! Okay. So then So then, on top of Hot this, dom. at this point, Thorne and Biggins without a doubt think that this young man is never coming back. Oh. I fucking didn't
3: want him to come back. <laughs> I was disgusted.
5: Well, the puke gets clean, and uh, the next time we see young baller.
3: Oh, this is great. Okay. So fucking we think he's never coming back don't bother get his fucking information or his phone number and fuck this guy he fucking threw up everywhere fucking furious like so mad the next the next uh, session at the school is a bob holly seminar <laughs> and uh sure enough in
4: comes the baller
3: here comes gary I didn't even have the heart to charge him the fucking seminar fee because the last time he was there he puked everywhere and now he's walking into Fucking Bob Holly's there fucking doing push ups right where he fucking puked, getting fucking <laughs> pumped up right into the fucking Everyone's scared to death of this fucking guy. And uh, I was just I just didn't have the heart to even fucking tell him, Hey man, it's gonna be a little extra today. Uh and he fucking he just went through it. He's like, How long you been working, kid?
0: Uh, this is my first year. Uh, so, I mean, I guess that takes us from Gary to then. Uh, I think people want to know the Kurt Hurt story from you guys. <laughs> I mean, He's Kurt the best Hurt- there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. He's working that He's ladder. He's going to work
1: that ladder
5: He's right, that ladder right ladder. to the top. Alex Starr.
1: <laughs> Alex Starr. <laughs> that was
5: his original name. He he was working the ladder to the top. Um, I, when I came in, um, Kurt was actually the third person I saw at the Academy after Jacob and Matt. So I was thinking, well, it can't get much worse. <laughs> Luckily this. <laughs> Um, Kurt though is a great human being.
3: I thought Matt was gonna fucking was really gonna make it. Matt was a good brother.
5: Well, he was also six foot three, so he that was still a, him out. no I didn't, he had a hell man. of a working punch too. If was, I might say
3: he was a good brother. I liked Matt.
5: Yeah, Matt he was. Say good, sister, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> is good sister, sister, Frankie. No. no.
0: His, oh. his gimmick. Well,
5: that's that's a story for another fi- podcast, oh, yeah. Frankie.
0: That's a different different day. Is it? That's
5: a different day. I mean, oh, yeah. do you guys want to go through it, Frankie? Do you want to explain? Future, man.
0: I don't no, know. Oh, right. yeah, right. Right. that's true. Right. Yeah.
5: This might be this this might be on the Patreon special. Bioscope deals, Met Day. Yes. Um. Well, so so Kurt. Um. He uh, let's put it this way: he's not the most athletic individual.
6: He lost some weight, though.
5: He's lost a lot of weight. Kurt's yeah. Kurt's looking good these days. Yeah. Um He owns a house, he's married. Um but Kurt was that guy that I think everybody within the academy thought was probably never going to debut
3: and thought he had a real fucking hot sister.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kurt knows. Uh, yeah. So th- I think I think we've
4: made it known to Kurt that that's how we all feel. Wow. <laughs> I mean, apples that, trees malfunctions like chromosome junctions, you know.
5: I do just remember stuff with Kurt where Kurt was uh, routinely out of shape, and then sadly, my class got to suffer the brunt of it because that would upset Johnny and Candace that he was in uh, poor shape. Um, and then I remember um, trying to take moves with Kurt. Um, <laughs> sunset flips off the second rope were a horrifying day for me at the <laughs> training center. Um, I said, if this is how it ends, at least it was fun. Um, and then there was a day where we did her karanas, and God bless Kurt. God bless him He got up as high as he could And never hooked his legs Around my neck And fell right to the mat Pretty sure he concussed himself That day <laughs> Wouldn't have known Because it he said it was fine Remember it's He's like Oh I'm fine, fine. Well, We can do it
1: again I'm fine let's do it again
3: Seeing he, stars he, right now but, but I'm alright
5: um, Actually I remember it, uh, An exact Kurt story We were doing Shoot grappling for some reason I think Argano Just wanted to see If I was legit or something So I had So Kurt- he put you in there with Kurt <laughs> Yeah right <laughs> He with, well, he put me in there with everybody, but Kurt was
3: in there. Johnny thought real highly of Kurt's fucking shoot skills.
5: Yeah, I remember. So he puts me in there, and Kurt's rolling with me, and I have Kurt in a fully locked triangle choke, and I just remember hearing Thorn and Biggins yell, don't tap, Kurt! Don't tap! <laughs> yeah,
3: fuck yeah, don't and like tap. Kurt, no surrender.
5: I, I start to hear Kurt snoring, and I'm like, tap, Kurt, tap. He let he finally taps, he like wa- gets up and falls down.
3: <laughs> fucking <laughs> shouldn't have tapped, Kurt. Just, just gone, just, just gone night, night. Um, you know, we kind of left off on it uh, the last time we did this, but let's get into a little bit more about the fucking dark horse.
5: Oh, oh the dark God. horse! Oh man, I feel like Weird Body's
2: got a lot
3: to. You came back on plump,
5: Dude, yeah. Uh
2: let's see. I like the kid. Uh, <laughs> that's for sure. He was always nice to me. He was a nice guy. Lost a lot of weight before he became a wrestler. Uh, trained to be a wrestler. Um, <laughs> and some of it back yeah uh I he was just uh, a goober I would say that's a good way to find him um <laughs> what about when we did the fucking, were you there when
3: we did the training exercise where uh it was like oh,
1: yeah. promo. we
3: were like we were like hey uh oh. here's here's your here's your character and we said you uh no w- Sorry, boy. we said you're a party guy and he's like
5: oh this is this is a great one uh
3: and he's like I can't do it we're like just Say you're a fucking party guy. He's like, I can't.
5: And then he froze. And then out of nowhere, this a, man, ex- a, man, yes. a man
3: from the, that worked at the Cinemark Movie Theater walked in. <laughs> and uh, st- st- I don't know if he was trying to rob us or fight us or what was going on. He, he started cutting a promo. My God.
5: Promo. We, yeah, yeah guy, we, sh- we should have signed him up. That guy yeah. had a hell yeah. of
3: a promo. Party he Boy did. Bryce, not so much.
5: I remember an exact quote from it. My name is not masturbation, so you can't jerk me off. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's word it's for happened. word. This happened. This is this is what we caught at that old training center. This guy um, just
1: showed up and just started cutting a promo on all of us. Yep. Yep. We didn't know who he was talking to. Like, Johnny just looks at him and goes, does anyone know him? And we're all like, no, we don't. <laughs> Kaplan's trying to get him to go. It's like, all right, pal, it's time for yeah, you to leave. It, 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 that's the best part. Kaplan just goes, all right, pal, it's time to leave. Go on, hit the bricks. <laughs>
5: yeah. And that's exactly in Ryan Kaplan voice. Um, but yeah, Bryce was, or Dark Horse was... Just very uncomfortable the in dark front night. of uh, a situation where you talked about promos. Um, good kid. Um, couldn't drive to save his life whatsoever. No, we could not. A um, lot of uh, things that we could have told Biggins that would have driven him um, off a wall about Bryce that we kept in because we know how Biggins it was, you know. Um, but, yeah, another member of the AIW student boneyard.
2: His, uh, his dream was to be a dad. That was that's true.
3: Dream. Him and Dave the Potato man. <laughs> 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 potato won that, man. <laughs> Fucking like what a cast of characters. Uh, we haven't even
1: gotten into the fucking Oklahoma crew. The glitch. Oh man. And Keely. Keely. Okay, quick thing about Keely. I remember like her first day. Like she sat out a couple, like a couple, like not like weeks or anything, but the first couple of days.
4: Isn't it weird how girlfriends do that. and and, uh motherfucker worldwide it's so (laughs) i don't even go to training i know
1: (laughs) god damn it so anyway keely she's we're teaching her what was it it was up and overs and so she can't really do the up and overs because she doesn't have any upper body strength so we told her okay johnny's like just start doing the rolls then okay she can't do a front roll. So she she's doing a front roll and like when she's she can't come up like her one leg always like gives out on her. So finally Candace just says, "Well, how about you try doing it?" You know, this way Candace was showing her like another way or whatever, and she goes, "Well, I can't do that because I broke my femur 6 weeks ago. I was in a really bad car accident." And Candace is like, "You broke your femur? What? Like you just it, like it, it's broken." She's like, "Yeah, it's still broken." And Johnny was just like why are you in the ring? Like, get out of the ring. She's like, you have a broken femur. Don't do this. Like, let, let it heal. And she was like, oh, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And Johnny
4: was like, no, you have a broken femur. Get out of the ring. And those and it, weren't the only secrets that Oklahoma brought with them. Because the glitch came into the school, you know, behaving as if, like, you know, he was just starting to train. Oh, Oh, he had like five years. Like, he was working for like five years. Yeah, five years, Oklahoma Indies, but he was like trying to fave it. Like, you know, he had never trained before, but then he was like just starting to get real big leaguey and weird. And then it finally came out. The truth. (laughs) How did
3: you feel about that?
4: I didn't really give a shit one way or the other at that point, (laughs) to be perfectly honest. (laughs) He didn't ring crew. He was a fucking idiot, but you know, good guy. (laughs) You know what? I know this is getting deleted, but like, <laughs>
2: fucking, one of my favorite stories, or just seeing him fucking carry one piece of plywood on his oh, dude, he would cap it, like
1: he wouldn't even cap it, like he would even it. like. Yeah, he would, like-, dude,
2: like he, no, he needed some fucking help, man. Like, he wasn't
1: I, taking any help, man.
2: Yeah, dude, that was that was the craziest thing I've ever seen anyone do ring Like
1: cradle. Ben Stiller and There's Something About Mary, you know, like he had, he had like the piano on his back. There's fucking glitch, just that whole thing I'm taking one little step at a time, dude. Yeah, dude. And you knew he was going down any minute. What? He
2: slowed down a piece of fucking ply. One of the boards, man. dude. He'd had the board
1: like like full.
2: He did like, not
4: have like a big wingspan either. No. If we're being no.
2: Re- <laughs> it was insane. I loved it. It was great entertainment. It's that Oklahoma indie uh, ring crew muzzle.
5: Well, essentially, the end of the glitch, if I am not mistaken, Thorne, would be that the he Oklahoma- had one.
2: He had one match in the
3: IW. Well, no,
5: it. okay. Well, we got to get to the, big, the that
3: was the we, big fucking that we, was the big goal. He's yeah, also well, part of the that, worst. But we got to get to that
5: to how that we get to that because if I remember correctly, both had jobs at Sam's Club when they when they moved here. Oh so yeah, they got transfers, yeah, yeah. and then out of nowhere, um, they got the bright idea um, to start trying to sell wind energy door to door.
4: Which I told them was a horrible idea because <laughs> it's on a fucking quota. And if you don't hit that quota, yeah. not only do you not get paid, you're fucking fired. And they're like, no, it's not like that. And I'm like, I can tell you that it is. And um, and those, they, those poor people
3: from Oklahoma, they moved to like downtown straight Cleveland. Straight fucking like the hood, man. The hood,
5: like bad, not the best part, bad, of town. bad area. So um, they kind of finally find out that they got got. Um, and little do they know that they can't take their jobs back at Sam's Club because they quit for six months. So then that led to, I remember, a very uncomfortable conversation where um, I believe it was you and Biggins talked to him outside, and we then quickly found out that he would be leaving after fresh meat.
3: Yeah, like the day after. Like that night, I think they got in a car and went back to Oklahoma. Because they were going to be homeless.
5: Yeah, so that's that's the Oklahoma crew, Steve.
4: up everybody alex worldwide color Hair, and it's fall it's october you're listening to your typo negative your misfits you're watching your horror movies you're thinking about vampires and when i think of vampires i can only go to one place in my head and that's the brood and there's a doozy of a shirt here it's the brood illustrated attitude era as f it's got edge it's got christian it's got gangrel looks like something out of the original crow comic and on the back it's what happens if dr dad ever crosses me again a bloodbath now you can find this at thrift store jobber on instagram etsy ebay find an them out and use promo code worldwide to get 10 percent off your order
3: One thing that we didn't get to is this is, you know, gone totally off the rails. Is uh, the last time we did this, we never got to like the modern fucking uh, training system and uh, Mister Joshua Bishop, who uh, who is here and his, you know, his intro into uh, the AW Academy and his backstory.
6: All right, so um, I tried to join the academy when I was sixteen. <laughs> and I was denied, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, is that when you quit football and everything else? Yeah, so. It was started in the summer, and I was like, oh, sweet, is opening an academy. I'm not going to play football this year. I'm just going to quit. So, on the last day of school, the football coach calls me into his office, and he's like, are you playing? I'm like, no, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. So, I quit. And then I go home, and I look at my emails, and I was denied by Chandler Bigot. <laughs> and so, I just waited uh, two more years until I graduated from high school, and then I
0: started at Cal's. He was going to say, so you guys to come in. All of the stories people have heard thus far were in kind of like really shitty conditions in terms of training facilities. Mm. You roll in to Cal Crowell's fitness center. Showers. Nice. Big fans on the wall, nice gym. If you want to join fully, in. fully functional
5: ceiling that stopped water from getting yeah, in. Yeah, fuck
1: you guys. So like we, we get a we get a garage with holes is
3: in that, the fucking like ceiling. Is that
5: why all you guys center. are getting injured so quick? Because you guys have to go through the elements. Yeah, like we gotta anything? take you back
3: to the garage, oh, man.
5: Oh, man. Baby. <laughs> Dude, I think I'm you're really on. Really I think
3: you're really onto really something. Ice. All these guys that came into the nice, uh, you know, fucking uh, good conditions, they're they're a little soft.
5: Because they, I mean, we must have brought them up soft. Who
0: did who oh, did you bitch. roll in with? Well, I I can't hear you, speaking yeah, on microphone. We're not soft, man. <laughs> the, wow, that's dude, it. We're not soft, man. Josh, who did you roll in with? Like Trey was. It there. was just me. Trey was already there, right? Trey, uh, so,
5: I mean, like Josh's class is kind of like scatterbrained. Like, yeah, it was kind of like Trey, Trey joined started, at the Trey garage first. Trey, Trey had like the last couple weeks of the garage, and then it would have been Josh, um, Anthony, Tuan. And pickle Parker, Tuan and Parker, Parker Pierce were both Parker about the week there, before yeah. Johnny left.
6: Tuan and I started at the same, like basically the same time, because we did our first day drill the same day. How was that? Uh, well, I lucked out, so I didn't have to do it for like three weeks, because Johnny wanted to be there for because there's like three. Well, and there was then... that,
5: there was that, and there was also maybe that day where there was a certain student that came from a different academy that. We ran through a little bit of a ringer, and then that took up so much time that there wasn't really time to put you through.
6: Yeah, like, if, I just kind of kept lucking out on it. On
0: uh, not doing the drill?
6: Yeah. <laughs> and so, but then when I did it, it was still pretty difficult, but I feel like I did better than most from the stories I've heard. <laughs> no, like, you're somebody who came in, did you puke? No. You did
5: stay face <laughs> down in go. the ring for about 10 minutes, though, post.
6: Yeah, I mean, I was still pretty
0: gassed out, but I didn't puke. I was at the end. You're somebody who came in too, but like Dom and Weird Body and some of these other guys, and even worldwide, pretty much everybody in this room had like an extensive knowledge of wrestling. So, uh, but I feel like unlike them, you didn't really come in with preconceived notions or ideas of like a character or anything, right? No,
6: you- not really. I was just kind of like hoping I wouldn't get beat up in wrestling training. Because, like, like you read all the stories. So, I was really scared. Like, I was going to come to school on my first day and Johnny Gargano
4: was going to beat me up. He did his fucking research. I don't know how he thought Johnny Gargano was going to beat him up, but But he did his fucking research. His
0: research is funny to me. It's so different because, while everybody else has, like, this dream of going on to bigger and just massive things and wrestling in huge stadiums, Josh, your dream match is Josh Prohibition.
5: Well, let's Steve. (laughs) That's not necessarily true. What what your what is what was your true wrestling dream that you told me when you first came to the academy?
6: Oh, I want to get uh, New Japan wrestling. Team. Oh, that's so. true, New Japan.
5: But number two, Josh. Josh Pr- Pr- oh, Japan. yeah.
3: Such a fucking young fucking <laughs> dumb response. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to New Japan. <laughs>
0: get the fuck out of here. But <laughs> so I mean, you're you're also part of this group, and then this is we're slowly or more quickly I guess rolling into where we are now you're part of this group ending with Johnny being there all of the time and then he rolls down to Florida you know him and Candice are a part of it
3: hold on before you finish that statement my I just remembered the day that Johnny brought his NXT tag title
0: back
1: <laughs> and, uh, holy shit Big,
3: big Twan Tucker was mesmerized
1: mesmerized dude he had to take like ten different pictures at like twenty different fucking camera angles. Like he'd have, he'd be holding it, and then Johnny be holding it, and then the, they had to take one of like the like you know up here, and then down here, then they, across the street, then at Denny's, I and don't, fucking in their car.
5: I don't know if I've ever seen a human being as sad as Big Twan Tucker the moment Johnny said, "You can't post Indies on social media."
6: What? <laughs> but but then he just sent him as his profile pictures for everything instead of posting them.
5: Yeah, he sent him as profile pictures with
1: Loophole. the belt cropped out. Loophole. Big Twan is also somebody when they put uh, that Adam Cole would be appearing at JLIT. Who should he face? And Big Twan Tucker is the first comment like two seconds after it's posted. Me.
3: (laughs) I wish that would have been a fucking dream match. Well,
5: (laughs) for who? Big Twan Tucker. (laughs) For me. (laughs) Big Twan Tucker is also an individual. That we, me, Biggins, and Thorne really feel will quite possibly show up to a Girls' Night Out show when they resume with a full stretch limousine and a full uh, suit with corsages for all the girls in the car thinking that he's likely going on a date. Oh, hey, man, think you would love Boys to men playing in the background. Three big.
0: He's got a girl though.
6: The best was his explanation for that comment he told me was that he didn't think any of us would see it. Oh <laughs> And I said, you know Thorn and Biggins run the AIW Instagram, right? And he didn't know. Okay, that kind of takes us into another that takes us into another good big Twan story. Um, I'm almost
5: certain for a time he did not know one John Thorne's name.
3: No. Oh, he had no idea. Oh no, no idea what my fucking <laughs> name was. Chris. called me Chris. <laughs> called me Chris had no clue
5: Mr. Chris can I have a water
3: Mr. Was was Chris uh, is is uh, <laughs> do they ID at the after parties maybe it, was,
0: like, <laughs> maybe it was related to that guy from the email that Biggins read
3: that might have been but uh, yeah he definitely did not did not know my name for a while he knows it now I don't know if he just started paying closer attention or someone told him did you friend him on Facebook <laughs> I was his friend on Facebook well, <laughs> Well,
4: exactly. (laughs) This is where we need a video podcast. But my face. By the way, Steve Guy, back to an earlier point. Yeah,
2: everyone has a girl.
4: Uh, All right.
0: Okay then. Okay. Thank you for that.
3: A girl. I don't even know how to respond to that. (laughs) Neither do I. But uh,
1: big twan. Clear the
5: decks. But. Kind of back, swinging back to y- young Bishop over here with his Josh Prohibition dream match. I Did thought it so was, it? I thought,
3: I, I thought your dream match was to be, uh, your dream was to be spiked by Jimmy Jacobs.
6: Oh, yeah, that'd be sweet, but that's probably never going to happen.
5: You ever want to tell the story about the time you met Jimmy Jacobs? Oh, right so Fan transitioning girl over here. on. Um, we can
6: talk about uh, my fourth <laughs> training session with Teddy Hart. Oh, that's, oh. this is a good one. Oh. This is a very good one, I actually. One for this. Uh, so, it's like my fourth day of training. I was pretty nervous, I asked if I was allowed to do the seminar, Uh, Thorne said yes, and so I pulled up to the parking lot and Teddy Hart was sitting in the car with his cat, and I just kind of looked at him and just walked into the training center, and I didn't really know anybody then, like I didn't really talk to anyone, Uh, and so we do this deal, like this uh, seminar deal, and like he's yelling while I'm doing my rolls and my bumps. To, What's he saying to you? Uh, You're the greatest professional wrestler I've ever seen with only four days of training. It's so <laughs> very specific. That's what He, he yelled at multiple times. Um, this kid's amazing, John. This kid's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Then I learned how to do a Canadian Destroyer. <laughs> Fourth day.
0: As did everyone that day, I
5: think. yeah. Right? Kaplan did, Kaplan. too. Kaplan did it. A match got booked literally off of Kaplan doing a Canadian Destroyer.
6: And then he tried to get me to take a Super Hurricane Rana, but I couldn't do it because I didn't know what to do yet. And I kind of just dropped Dan on his head. And that was the end of the doing moves from the top. What about when he tried day. to adopt you? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So that goes on later. So uh, we go to TGI Fridays, I think. Oh, and yeah. then uh, he takes me outside to give me a life talk. <coughs> uh, basically about how everything I'm doing is great. Uh, I should tell Johnny Argano how Teddy Hart thinks he's the most underrated wrestler he's ever seen. <laughs> next time I see him. Uh, then he asked me what like my living situation is. If I'd be interested in moving with him to Texas, I think. Because remember when we were going to go to the strip club that night, he just oh. gave me his passport and shook my hair up a little bit and said, they'll definitely let you in. <laughs> <laughs> we, never, we never got to f- figure it out. No. And then, uh, so he's telling me I should move in with him. Uh, he'll take me with him to Mexico. All these things sounded very promising, I'll be honest. For a young, uh, for a young 18-year-old no, boy. I was all in. I was absolutely all in. And then uh, the next day... Maybe we were at Subway, and you pulled me aside, and you're like, did Teddy Hart ask you to move in with him? And I was like, yeah. I was pretty pumped up. And you are like, don't do it, man. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. It's a bad move, dude. Yeah. He, kidnapped, I, he kidnapped Flip Kendrick for months. I was pretty sold on it. And then uh, I talked to Flip about it that day. I think he was at that show, and he said, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> he said, absolutely do not do that.
3: Fuck, man. What a cast of characters this fucking school has produced. Uh, I don't even know where to fucking go from here.
0: I mean, I would say just now you guys can kind of talk, and, and maybe that's as we wind things down. The d- dynamic has changed to an extent, certainly, uh, because Johnny, not here as much, will pop in once in a while, or him and Candace especially. Uh, and now, Dom, you've kind of taken the reins to at least provide some structure to the classes based on, on how they would have gone. Um, in In a short time for you, I guess yeah. you can talk to that. And Josh, you've really you've been experiencing both situations, so you can probably speak more on, on that too.
5: Um, yes. Yeah, so the idea behind it was when we kind of finally knew that Johnny and Candace were gone, um, it was one of those things that like I always knew in the back of my head from the day I started. Because pretty much the first month I was there was when Johnny started doing NXT TV work, was that I knew at any time we could lose them, um, there was always a prevailing hope that maybe he'd become a cruiserweight on Raw and he wouldn't have to relocate. But we kind of always knew at some point they were going to say he got to move to Orlando. So at that point, um, I just kind of remember Biggins sending me a message and telling me to, like, kind of figure everything out, um, ask Johnny and Candace for advice, and kind of <clears throat> get the idea behind how I was going to do it. So I started taking notes on that. Um as well i started finding as many seminars as i could um i tried to start to attend seminars and then i just kind of took my background from you know amateur wrestling coaching and the time i'd spent teaching jiu-jitsu and kind of tried to formulate lesson plans game plans um to the best that i could i tried to chat up veterans who were training people like i definitely sought out like djz because i know he's done training of people um and i, I just you know found other vets that you know hey. You know this isn't the best position for me to be in right now, but it's just kind of a spot I have to take, and because if I don't do it, we're gonna just be doing flipping moves off the ropes all day, and there'll be no structure.
0: Yeah, well, I think what's great too is you guys are benefiting, and Josh probably you don't understand. Uh, maybe maybe you're not as grateful as these guys are. There are more. You guys have more seminars from veterans than ever before. Probably when you all first started, don't you think? Like in terms of like, I mean, think about with Arn Anderson, Malenko, you've all. I mean, the guys that you've been through now: Bob Holly, Malenko, Arn Anderson, Zach Saber Jr., Zach Saber Jr. You know, and that's pretty much Josh. That's like a lot of your experience at this point. Where I think you guys went through a lot more of. We
4: had some seminars here and there. I mean, I I had some in the first class, and uh, we had some in like sort of like the second class. I mean, but yeah, they're definitely coming a little bit more frequently, like now in the last year. But um, yeah, that Arn Anderson one changed my life. I have to go with Teddy Hart as the one that changed my life. It could have changed your life a lot, fucking more.
6: (laughs) Sometimes I wish I would have taken up. Joshua Bishop, why don't you talk about how I gave you your goddamn name? Um, all right. So I needed a new last name. We are in a group message together with Weird Body. And you gave me, like, a long, like, three-paragraph suggestion about the last name Bishop, and I uh, went with it, and then you tried to... What were
4: some of the other names, names being thrown your way? Oh, I have no idea. We forgot some... Of, well, wait, this is the one time Josh where Bodie. I... Josh, no, Josh Bodie. Josh Bodie
2: was one. All right, All right this, this is... It was yeah. goofy. It was like Sid Bodie. Like, like Sid Bodie <laughs> <laughs> would have to fucking adopt you, man. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was going to be The only person in
5: this room that could have the Bodie last name is you, weird body. That's for sure.
2: Um... <laughs> But also, I pitched Josh Bosch. And I think this I is the one time real
4: nice. The one time know. that we can unequivocally say that I had the good creative idea and Weirdbody had the bad creative oh. idea because Bishop beats the shit out of Josh Bosch. If I would have
3: heard of this Josh Bosch thing, I would have went with that. It's oh,
2: like, I absolutely. Nobody like,
3: ever brought this to my attention. Yeah, yeah
2: dude. That, that is that was, a good name. Dude. Yeah, dude. Like, hey, man, I'm Josh Bosch. It flows. I like, like that. Yeah. Bishop is smooth, brother. Bosch. You got it. Oliveri they, yeah, yeah. The fucking Oliveri fight That's how I feel All these names Tuan Tucker is good though Tuan Tucker is, is great mobile.
4: Trey Lamar That's a pretty good name I'd have to say
5: Ooh. Yeah that's another one Well I mean There's a there's a strong solid chance That of all the new kids Worldwide likely gave him their names Though he will take zero credit For Chase Oliver
4: <sighs> Fucking no Because I wanted him to be Goddamn Chase Oliveri. Chase Oliver You want to shoot You gotta fucking shoot Right now How about that Chase Oliver sounds like a goddamn job boy down in fucking NXT. That's what Chase Oliver sounds like. Chase Oliveri tells you a story before he even fucking walks through the goddamn curtain. Oh, we got some kind of Italian. Bling, bling, boom. I can paint a picture in my head.
0: Chase Oliver. brother, We have some Coca-Cola shitty white beach. kids. I don't know that he looks like a...
2: That's on the NXT I loop. It you, makes NXT. sense. Yeah, some injured.
4: Come on. no He is rocking that black and yellow, so... What the yeah. fuck? But I still say Oliveri
0: over Oliver all day, but whatever. Wow. Um I mean, certainly they're the most athletic class, would you say wouldn't you say? Yeah. <laughs> Good.
5: I mean I would say I would say that and I would I would say that somehow these guys have um prospered uh, off not having as much Johnny and Candace as us. But we are getting the uh, the wrap it up
4: sign here yeah. from our producers. So, so real quick, I'm just gonna oh, put over oh a God. couple of fucking students, Tom, fastball Eddie, and also the PME. You guys have been hanging out. All good, great new fucking additions to the goddamn uh, absolute intense wrestling Brother academy. Nate Ball too, Nate. That's what I said. Fucking Bugger Fastball in. Eddie. What Eddie. What I call him Fastball Eddie. I don't yeah, know where how, it was going. How on. can you forget? How can how you, about and you can't You can't forget the
5: ultimate brother. Oh, Trevor, the ultimate brother. Trevor, Trevor. And oh yeah, of course lose. Trevor. Jesus H Christ, and Trevor. The one, and the one Terribly sorry. About yet West Barkley. That will soon be found. <laughs> Good brother Patrick. Oh,
6: my. Patrick's my favorite wrestler I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Pitbull Pete. Yeah. Pitbull Pete. Patrick. We got a whole We got a whole fucking We got a whole new We got a whole new crop
5: coming up soon. How
6: can we forget Sean? I'd say uh,
5: <laughs> Brother
6: Patrick, wow. probably most likely to succeed, about um, 6,
1: 6, then I think Guy does his best, like, oh, Southern Paul Heyman ex-
3: like always, when he's cutting promo. Chad.
5: If Chad. I may be allowed a Bali,
1: sir.
3: Chad, you know Chad. I know Chad. Chad. Yeah. Looky here, came Chad.
5: Night, oh, yeah, <laughs> he came, like, he uh, came that night to sheets
3: with
4: us. Oh, the guy that he paid 100% up front.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but okay. Is this Chad
4: that looks like a cross between Chris LaRusso and Tim Donson. <laughs> 110,000 fucking percent Uh, Other than that I'm pretty sure that's
5: That's the academy So everybody
4: Fucking This is This is a lot of fucking uh,
3: Cliffhanger We're gonna end it on All these fucking Potential up and comers Coming your way
0: But uh Otherwise Steve Wow Take us home buddy Look out for what's next From the AIW academy There you have it For all of the guys Here in the round table Uh I'll throw all the names out Josh Bishop Weird body Dom Greeny Frankie Flynn worldwide, Brian Carson, of course, AIW owner, John Thorne. My name's Steve Guy. We'll talk to you guys next week here on AIW's The Card Is Going to Change.